We just want to take a minute to say thank you to the Anchor app who's allowing us to get this podcast started. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. Secondly, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit the podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute that podcast so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you can think. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's going on, guys? This is Barrett Kyle. I am the co-host of Talk is Cheap with Scotty Davis here. Hello. And today... Jeez, that was loud as hell. Huh? That was loud. If it sounds different, it's because we have a new setup. Um, we're also videoing this session, so you'll be able to watch it uh, wherever videos are available. Um, and also where we upload, so YouTube? YouTube. Okay. Yeah. I just got uh, the word that it's going to be on YouTube, so make sure you go and sub there. Um, so, yeah, you know, definitely leave us feedback. Let us know how it sounds. Uh, you know, if, if you'd like for anything to be adjusted um, other than our voices, because there's not a lot we can do about that. Uh, so, Scotty? How's uh how's your week been, bud? Man, it's been all right. I uh I went to work for the first time in a week, so yeah, it was a little it was a little weird being an adult today or this week, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, man, just uh did that and then immediately messed up my sleep schedule. Friday <laughs> was up till like two in the morning, slept till three o'clock yesterday afternoon. Because nice. I have uh moved moved my room. I have blackout curtains now, so mm-hmm. it, I thought it was like nine a.m. when I woke up and it was three in the afternoon. Jesus. So uh, you know, nice little. <laughs> Nice little, uh, decent, decent little power nap there. Yeah, a huh? little bit. So you want to kind of explain, like, uh, you know, what this wall is that we have behind us? So what we did, um, what my roommate and I did, we were just kind of like, we, so first off, this was my bedroom originally, and we kind of switched it up because it was a little bit bigger of a room. So this is now like our media room. Mm-hmm. He has his drums here, Joe Berry drums. He's on social media. Go follow him on YouTube as well. Does a great job with that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's the best drummer who I've ever been in their house doing a podcast. <laughs> That's a big list. But uh, right here, we just have some jerseys here. Um, we were kind of looking away to, to give a good little background drop to these videos. And uh, I have been collecting jerseys for the last few years. I uh, love jerseys. Uh, don't know why. Don't ask me. Just a thing I love to love to collect. So we have Top Row. We have Zion, Kimball Walker, and Kobe. And then we have one, Kobe of, my, Bryant. We have one of my favorite jerseys ever, that American flag David Wright jersey. Mm-hmm. That was it the just, guy that got me hooked into baseball. It just looks right, doesn't it? <laughs> All right. So since we talked about it a couple of days ago, and uh, you have no idea why people like signed jerseys, I made sure to put up a signed jersey. For the record, I understand why they do. I just think it's overvalued. That's fine. Uh, you're overvalued. Um, and then we had <laughs> undervalued. Bud. And then we brought in a uh, a Casillas jersey from you for uh, make sure we had the soccer. Um, representation here yes sir that's good right there so and what we're going to do with this is we're actually going to spread it around this wall here behind me um we're going to get some people in um hopefully here pretty soon um to bring in like any merchandise that they sell we have a band coming in talking to us in a few weeks Mm -hmm. so we're going to try to get their uh get them to bring a t-shirt in and we're going to start kind of collecting give us you know Little little memorabilia from, from yeah. who we got in here and who we yeah. were able to talk to. Tell them we're gonna put it up and rep the wall, but really it's just a way to get free stuff. Facts. Yeah. So uh, so speaking of, with all my you know schedule being jacked up, I did that thing where I went on a uh, little rabbit hole for YouTube mm-hmm. and uh, went down the rabbit hole for the deep the deep blue sea. Man, like the movie. It is what no, like no. the actual deep blue sea. Shout out Michael Rappaport. <laughs> but man, the freaking ocean is wild. I could not imagine like. The creatures down there, they they can stay down there. They can 100% stay away. Mm-hmm. There's mm, scares the ever-loving crap out of me. Like the creepy crawlies? Like the ones that um, all of them. Fish. Marlin and, and Dory come across? All of them. Yeah. All of them. Catfish can stay away. I don't care. I think catfish, right? Unless you're you know a goofy redneck trying to noodle. <laughs> Noodling makes no sense. Hey, man, I, I don't want a uh, pole in... I don't want a pole and some string. Let me put my forearm in a hole. I don't know what's on the other side. Yeah, it's dirty meth rednecks <laughs> that have no money for <laughs> line and string, so they just shove their fist in holes and just wait for something to bite. And that's not always fishing. Yeah, that's yeah. sometimes that's funny how you find your first ex-wife. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> so, so we have talked about we've talked about the ocean before. We've yeah. talked about just how like how absolutely crazy it is. I have a petrifying fear of open water and. 
by that it, it's very loose definition um like lakes ponds anything where i can't see my feet um i'm horrified the entire time and whenever i was younger uh even if i was like in a, a bigger swimming pool mm-hmm. um i had a, an underlying fear that something was behind me so i have i have something similar it's not like the fear of the open water and it wasn't until recently that i got it but i just like i fear what i can't see mm-hmm. just in general like if I, you're like, same thing as you, if I can't see my feet. Dude, imagine being blind. You'd be scared <laughs> of everything. Exactly. Facts. <laughs> but, uh, but like, if I can't see my feet, mm-hmm. nope. So I wasn't allowed to watch Jaws as a kid. <laughs> Are you good? Yeah, you just said you <laughs> you can't see your feet. You're scared. And it's like, uh, it's, there's a fat joke in there somewhere. But <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thin up a little bit here. But, uh, like, I wasn't allowed to watch Jaws when I was little because my mm. mom was always freaked out by Jaws. So. That was the first, because uh, I think Jaws is rated R, right? Sure. That was the first rated R movie or, you know, somewhat scary movie that I ever watched. And I think that's what developed that's what did it. it for so, you. shout out Kenny, my dad. Appreciate that, <laughs> bud. Yeah, so I wasn't allowed to watch it because my mom didn't want me to have the same fear. Mm-hmm. And I never did. And then we went swimming in Pregon Lake one day. And... Something touched my foot. I'm sure it was a fish. Mm-hmm. Something touched my foot, and I had seen like a week earlier that somebody had seen an alligator out there. Mm-hmm. Have not it. been back in. Have not. It could have been like some seaweed. I don't know. I mm-hmm. just something brushed against my foot. I got in the boat, and I've never got back in there again. That's probably smart though. Any open water around here, you got a pretty good chance of catching something. And I'm not talking about fish. Uh, so, uh, so, what is it about the open sea that just freaks you out? Like what? It, like pinpoint it. I don't really know, to be honest. I've never really sat with it and thought about it. I think it's just the idea of anything could be in there. We have literally no idea what all is in the ocean. And the stuff that we do know isn't very cuddly. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's not not exactly things that whenever I'm out of my element, you know, doggy paddling, that I want to have brush up against me and try to pet. That's the people who do, like, the shark cage. Not for me. There is no possible way that I could do that. Man, I get it because, like, I do have a, a, you know, strong appreciation for, you know, like, sharks and whales and stuff like that. Like, I think they're fascinating. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I just, I couldn't really see myself getting in there. My wife asked me the other day, she said, if you had to get in a shark cage or know the day that you died, because I also have a crippling fear of death, um, which would you pick? And so I took the shark cage because I don't. I don't need that rattling around when no, I when I'm gonna just die. Let me know when I'm gonna die. I don't need yeah. to know how I die. Just let me know when I'm gonna die. I'm just that's how I'll just absolutely like. It's a healthy it's a healthy respect for sharks and mm-hmm. whatever else is down there because I don't care what anybody says. It's at the end of the day, it's a metal cage. <laughs> it's a metal cage that can be ripped open. That can be whatever. You never know what can go wrong there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're always running that possibility. But I mean, if you're going off that, it's like, oh, you know, this could happen. This could happen. It's like why even drive, you know? Because I don't because there are no sharks on the road. And there are other people. There are stupid people. But yeah. I'm in more control behind a wheel than I am in a shark cage. Yeah. I at least control some of that. I'm not out swimming a shark. That's fair. If I have to swim to the top for whatever reason, I'm not out swimming a shark. So I can at least attempt to get out of the way of somebody stupid on the road. Yeah, I guess. So I was talking to my boss about this the other day, and he was telling me. So he's he's done like scuba diving and things like that. Mm-hmm. So another thing that kind of freaks me out is people who like scuba dive and they're like in there with the sharks and there's nothing, there's not even like a cage around them. Yeah. Even like doing that with like sharks that like, you know, don't bite Mm -hmm. and, you know, like don't have any kind of uh, predatory instincts like toward humans. I could, I can more, I mean, I, I definitely understand like why anybody does it, but it's like, that's still horrifying to me. Oh, absolutely. Just like getting in and like knowing like, Hey, there's this six foot, you know, pure piece of muscle. Uh, swimming right now. You ever like held a shark? No. I we caught. I think it was a red tip. Mm-hmm. If you're a fisherman, and and that's not right, don't grill me. But it was some you know a like younger shark, and I mean the thing couldn't have been but two feet long. And whenever we got it up in the boat, and like I held it in my hands, like I've never felt something so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like especially for the size that it Just was. Straight muscle, dude. It's insane. Well, so, I mean, they don't. They never stop moving. Yeah, they're all so they're always doing some. They're always active. Yeah, I mean, yeah, their whole body is just muscle with like a cartilage spine. So, mm-hmm. well, see, the thing is, like, if so, if a shark were were to come at you in that situation, 
depending on how far you down you are, you can't just like go to the top and try to get away. Because mm-hmm. if you go too fast, it's like decompression syndrome is what it's called. Right. Your capillaries are closed up because it's a little bit like there's more pressure. And if you open up too fast, oxygen can get in and you can die. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can even like get away from it at that point. You have to be strategic about how you go away. Yeah. And that thing's not going to go, oh, you need some time? Cool. Five second head start. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just get like a head start when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think mostly. Do you like, think Dr. Doolittle would? I mean, he can talk to him. He can ask at least. <laughs> he can ask and get an answer. I wonder if a shark like would be like, oh, yeah, man, my bad. Or if he'd be like, no. You know? You know, I think it just depends on the day, you know. And the shark. And the shark, you know, if they're just aggravated or. Yeah. I bet a Mako shark and like a bull shark, they're eating your ass, bro. Probably. But like, I bet like a great white would, he'd cut you, he'd cut you some slack. He'd be like, all right, yo, just don't come around like, you know, this neighborhood again. <laughs> uh, he'd give you your one shot. And yeah. That's it. If you go around again, you know, yeah. your grass. He'd be but... like, this is gang shit and don't be wearing them colors down here. But, uh, so. So I think for me, it's the fact that we don't know anything. Like we've been, you know, exploring the ocean for however long. Not long enough. And there's enough. still like 90% of the ocean we haven't even touched. Yeah. So there's no telling what's around. People are like, oh yeah, this this creature doesn't exist anymore. How do you know? Yeah. We've explored maybe 5 to 10%. How do you know that creature's not in that other thing that we haven't explored yet? Yeah, what if they like adapted to stay away from people like you? Yeah, what, if, like, what if they're smarter than us too? And they're like, the oh shit, people coming. You know, they duck out. That honestly wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the only reason that we are considered the quote-unquote, like, top of the food chain... Is because we don't throw shit anymore? We have thumbs. No. <laughs> we have thumbs and we can use them. Like, <laughs> if, if you put a human up against... If you want to go, like, from a single-cell organism all the way up until the, the fiercest thing you can think of, mm-hmm. humans crap out about 50%. <laughs> like, we're, we're getting maybe over half of the things out there, and that's it. Yeah, especially, like, you're talking just, like you know hand to hand like one with what god gave you yeah dude i wouldn't i don't think i'd stand a chance against a duck let alone <laughs> much much things higher than that ducks are aggressive dude and they got yeah. like the little like the geese bro geese are just jackasses i try to scare geese or a goose fuck it was one of them but uh i tried to scare a goose at a park one time and it turned around and like did that thing like where it sticks its neck out mm-hmm. and it's like Wah! and like came running <laughs> after me i've never been so scared of a bird in my life do you, I assume you got away. I mean, you're still here. So yeah, I tuck, I tuck and ran, man. Like, cause the thing is, too, they're so long and their neck is so wonky. Sorry, people. That uh, I was scared. <laughs> Go ahead, just pass in front of the camera, Joe. We can edit it What's out. What's going on, bud? Yeah, I'm gonna edit this out. So you say sorry, people. I'm, like, I'm gonna edit this out. I'm just coming check. Hey, so this is our uh, this is our audio guy Joe. He's kind of dumb. <laughs> Y'all left us without parental supervision, so the start of it's kind of funny. Anyway, we'll edit this out. Go ahead. Well, if we're gonna edit it out, why well, keep talking? That's fair. That's what. No, like go ahead back to the conversation. Oh, uh, ducks, geese, geese, ran at you. Oh yeah, I was scared because like my my defense mechanism is always like kick something. And they got like the <laughs> long wonky necks. Like I don't think it would do anything. I'll kick them in the throat. Probably scare anything. I don't know, man. They got a lot of throat. I think they can. <laughs> they can afford it. to lose a little bit. Oh uh, man, so so in my uh, in my getting lost in the rabbit hole of YouTube, it started off with I I think I looked up like is Loch Ness monster real because I have a thing where I like I can dive into conspiracy theories and get lost in them and get convinced, and then once my conspiracy head is like theories like with with creatures. Or, like, in, in general? Overall, but, like, especially, like, creatures, mm-hmm. especially especially water creatures, because we don't know. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're clueless at that point. So, my thing is, like, I I can absolutely be convinced that something is real, and then I sleep on it and get a clear head, and I'm like, okay, half that stuff was clearly made up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I start off on that. Do you get scared whenever Jehovah's Witness come to the door? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So... So, so I, I I came across the Mariana Trench. You heard of that? Yeah, deepest. That's that. That's that hotel. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the Marriott Inn. Never mind. Close. Yeah, very close. But uh, so deepest part of the ocean. Yeah. Called uh, let's see, what is the? Oh, Ch- Challenger Deep. That's the deepest part of the ocean that we know of. Thirty six thousand feet below. So a plane goes roughly thirty thousand feet in the air. Mm-hmm. So the deepest part of the ocean that we know about is another 6,000 feet lower than the plane goes high, if that makes Jeez. sense. 
So think about looking outside of a plane. It's more than like 12 people. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. That's crazy. So, like, I mean, but, like, seriously, like, imagine you're in a plane, you look down, go another 6,000 feet up, and that's how deep the ocean is. Yeah, that's insane to think about, honestly. Like, I can't even fully wrap my head around that. That's <laughs> wild. And then you have guys like, you see that James Cameron went down there a few years ago? Uh, I knew that he had done some kind of, like, exploration. but He went down a Challenger Deep. I don't think he got all the way. Like, he went down. I don't think anybody got all the way right. Um, the lowest that a human has been was 33,000. That was uh, Jacques Picard and Don Welch in, like, 1970s, I want to say. Jeez. They went down 33,000. But when it came up, when they came up, there was, like, damage to their... To their craft, they couldn't explain. They had an eight-inch thick piece of cable that had been snapped in half. Like, part of it had been just snapped in half. Yeah. Really? Ridiculous stuff. Like, it seemed like it snapped from pressure? It seemed like it snapped from something? It looked like, now, this is one of those, like, conspiracy. Like, this is... What happened? What did? What what, what do they really see down in the Mariana Trench? Right. So, put as much stock into that as you will. But, they... the thing said it looked like something had like bit through it, just mm-hmm. clean snap through it. But they came, they came up, took them five hours to get down there, and they were only down there for like twenty minutes or so. But they came up because their glass had cracked, and they were like, mm, "No, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and dip out of here." Dude, how horrifying would that be? Oh, I would You're crap down my pants immediately. Lower than anyone's ever been in the world. Yep, I would pure darkness around. Crap my pants immediately. God knows what kind of creatures. Yes, and then because it's pitch screen. Keeping you away from the monsters at night, just yeah, starts chipping away. And you know, the, and you can't just get to the top, right? It, it, it's going to take you five hours. Took you five hours to get down, Jesus especially Christ. with like the the water going against you, going back up. Yeah, I'm sure it's another at least hour or so to get back up. Good lord, bro! And it's pitch black there. All you have is your little light. You probably can't see more than what six feet in front of you max. More than yeah, likely. this is what you say in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, they don't like have that. like those real cool flashlights that pop up like on Instagram ads and stuff. Like <laughs> they were just rocking with like straight. I'll uh, imagine his little mag lights taped to the taped to the front of the submarine. Yeah, they, they get all the way down to the bottom after five hours, and like the light goes out, and they're like, "Did we bring any double A's?" <laughs> all right, so which one of us going out there? Yeah, play nose ghosts. <laughs> see who doesn't have to go out there. You're about to go, and like the uh, the windshield cracks, and you're like, "Oh, I mean, I guess we gotta go back up." Thank God. Dang it, man. But uh, I mean, just imagine like there's there's no telling because I fully believe that they saw something that there's not allowed to tell anybody. Hundred percent. Who do you think stopped them? The Navy. Navy, because you don't you're you're not gonna go it down seems there. Seems like an easy answer. Sure, <laughs> but I mean, who who else? The government in general, Navy. I don't know. Illuminati. The Illuminati. Sure, why not? Yeah. Don't don't attack us, please. But yeah, if they're if they're watching, I'm just joking. Y'all aren't real. <laughs> but I mean, you know, th- I really do believe they saw more than they you know let on towards it. But just imagine going down there. Let's imagine the noises and the because the way that James Cameron described it, he said it was like just empty, like just nothing. Yeah, just eerie silence. Yeah. So I just I couldn't imagine just being there and. Just, I get a mental picture of something just popping up right there. God, yeah, like, like a scary right movie. there. It's like an eyeball, like as big as your whole thing, <laughs> like as big as the as big as the window. Oh, is. dude, I'm literally <laughs> panicking right now. Like I can feel my anxiety growing just from that stupid little joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I could not, I could not imagine getting down there, and that's what freaks me out, man. Because I, I understand that with the difference in the temperature and the water pressure and everything, something that lives down there is not going to be able to survive up by us. Yeah, it's not going to chase you. But if it does... It can chase you for a while. Yeah. You're you're not going up quick. Yeah. This is... It. You're you're in a way game, bro. It knows <laughs> it knows the back alleys. It's It's got the rest on its side. Yeah. I just... I could not imagine being in that situation. Like, I, there's not... There's... I, I want to say there's no amount of money you could pay me to go down there that that deep. It would have to be a humongous amount. Would you rather get in a shark cage with great whites or go down far enough to where sunlight does not reach and you're just running off lights from your capsule? Am I guaranteed to come back up? You're guaranteed to come back up for both of them. So am I, am I guaranteed to be healthy when I, when I leave both situations? 
Yeah, it's just like a, a like it's a it's a tourism thing. Then yes, so, I would okay, go, so it's a, I would it's, go, a, it's, a, it's a standard tourism thing. You're running that slight risk that the cage could fall with the shark thing, and you're running that slight risk that the the pod could malfunction. I really, I, I do, I think sharks are beautiful. I think they're fantastic creatures. Mm-hmm. I would probably get in a shark tank. Mm-hmm. I really would. Like there are very few things I I would pick Shark Tank over. Right. But going where there's no more sunlight, give me the Shark Tank. I'll yeah. I'll I will marvel at the creatures. I'll never do it again. Dude, so but I'll enjoy the creatures while I'm there. I got a small case of claustrophobia too. <laughs> I, I imagine you'd be in a bad spot. That's gotta kick in. <laughs> right. You're in a small those pods aren't big. They yeah, the got, one that what, James Cameron went in was like him by himself. Was it? It was tiny. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And it, yeah, it's pitch black and now your your anxiety's kicking in like oh what was that? You know what right. I mean? And you're probably just making up noises in your head at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you're going, doo, <laughs> doo. Do y'all hear that? <laughs> but yeah, man. Your so... stomach growls. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> then you have, uh... you got to bring snacks. That's a long way down. That's true. What kind of yeah. snacks do you bring? For sure, I'm bringing snacks. Does... <laughs> <laughs> you're not catching me five and a half hours without snacking on something. Does does the does the pressure uh, change? Does that affect like your your goldfish? You know what I mean. Also, they get bigger? is it insensitive to bring goldfish down there? Not if you don't feed them to the other fish. I guess as long as you're not like throwing out the window. What if like you're sitting <laughs> there eating the and like window. another fish like sees you through the glass and you're like, oh no, nah, man, not in this huh. neighborhood. <laughs> nah, he'd be like, you know what? I'm not messing with that guy. He he, he can turn me into food real quick. We're maybe so. Away. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it's a it's a mind game. It's an intimidation right? factor. Yeah. They're not gonna see anything. So they're gonna stay away from me. That's true. They are smarter than we are. That would not surprise me in the slightest if those animals are smarter than we are. I mean, dolphins are supposedly as smart as humans are. Uh, dolphins are one of three other animals mm-hmm. that uh, masturbates. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool fun fact, I guess. Well, I mean, monkeys masturbate, but not necessarily for pleasure. They more just do it because... It's a it's a need, I guess you can say. But uh, dolphins will swim down to like the bottom, and they'll just hump the sand and masturbate for fun. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, so dolphins are weird. Good <laughs> noted. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they're closer to people than like even monkeys. Like in some cases, you know. Yeah. So yeah, they're up there. But I just like I don't know what what do you bring as a snack down there? I mean, oatmeal cream pies are always good snack. I guess I don't yeah. care where I am. If I can have an, if I have just one snack. That I can snack on the rest of my life and I can't snack on anything else, give me an oatmeal cream pie. Dude, over everything? Over anything else. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're good. Like, I'm not one of those people that knocks them. Like, I definitely I definitely like them, but there's a lot of snacks I put in front of it. Even, like, chips and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Give me the oatmeal cream pie. Yeah, I don't really mess with chips that much. It's it's, it's a lot of mess. It's a lot of cleanup. <laughs> it's a lot of cleanup dust, afterwards. You know? Especially, like, Doritos. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah, they're flavor-packed, but, like, that flavor's all over your fingers now, you know? Especially with you having a small child. I'm sure that gets everywhere when Cannon starts. Yeah, I don't really give him chips, man. And I'd be scared, like, eating Doritos and, like, him finding out that, like, <laughs> it's got that flavor on my fingers. Like, he's the type that would just be like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> suck on my fingers or something. Like, hey, that kid's crazy, dude. So I'm saying his ABCs the other day. He's growing up quick. I'm telling you, man, he's getting so big. Uh, I posted on Facebook, we were playing catch mm-hmm. for the first time. He was throwing the ball back and forth. He has with a me. cannon on him. No, no pun intended. It's a good pun. Dude, there's a couple times, like, because we didn't, you know, we'd been playing for a little while before Bray started filming, but there was a few times, like, he drilled me in the chest. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> good throw, bud, you know? All right, well, my kid now beat me up. Good to know. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I- I've always joked that, like, Bray and-, and her family, like, they're pretty solid people. Like, they're pretty mm-hmm. muscular, but none of them really, like, are very active. Like, mm-hmm. they don't, you know, like, Bray has the capability of being athletic. She just doesn't have the desire to be athletic. Whereas, like, I'm, you know, more outgoing, more athletic, but I, I have the frame of a scare- scarecrow. <laughs> so I really hope he gets her genetics with my athleticism, <laughs> if you will. Right, with your drive for it. Yeah. And so, dude, if that's the case, man, I'm going to be He it. might play a real sport. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, even uh, Bray and my mom were like, oh, man, he might end up being a pitcher. I was like, I mean, it's the one position that's, like, a real thing out there, so I'll, I'll take him being a pitcher. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, no, like, I'll probably going to be at, at all the solver games because I can see him playing more than one sport. I respect it. I mean, y'all hear that? Hop on the cannon wagon now mm-hmm. while, while you can, while he's an infant. Yeah, man. Or toddler. While he's a toddler at this point. I don't know technically when toddler starts, but I, I can see He's walking and talking. He's toddler. Yeah, for sure. We're starting to, like, rearrange his room to mm-hmm. make it, like, not Big a baby boy. room anymore. Yeah. Big boy room. So we started cleaning out the, um the spare bedroom that mm-hmm. we have that way we can get everything set up for like a, a podcast room in there 
Uh, I'm going to be starting my own podcast soon. It's called, uh, we'll just save that for now. Weird Flex. Yeah. But uh, so subscribe to my YouTube at Barry Kyle. Cheap plugs here. Uh, so we're getting that cleared out so that we can, you know, start doing mm-hmm. that here soon. And then that kind of led to like, oh, if we're going to clear this out, then we're going to put stuff over here. If we're going to put stuff over here, we got to clear stuff out over there. And it's like it trickle down, like, you know, right. moving his room in, around now. And yeah, now that like we're kind of getting the idea of like how to make it more of a, a toddler's room and not a baby room, like it's been an emotional weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I saw y'all, I saw he was like, you know, y'all were hiding from Braylon earlier. So he's like getting to that point where he's starting to understand things like yes. that. And he, so he goes to daycare. So he's learning stuff all the time. And mm-hmm. like he'll learn stuff, but the daycare is horrible at communicating. <laughs> so we don't know what he's learning. Well, yeah, if he's not getting bit, there's no point in telling you anything. The only time they tell us <laughs> things is when he gets bit. And so he'll come back and like, we'll like, the other day, he's got this little um, elephant. Like, you squeeze its its foot, and it sings songs. And it mm-hmm. does, like, uh, like nursery rhymes. So it starts singing Itsy Bitsy Spider. Cannon starts, like, doing the hand things, <laughs> like, going up. Like, wash the spider out. I'm, like, me and Bray are looking at each other, like, did you do? I didn't t- <laughs> is he Is he learning something over there? Like, it's good to know, like, he's getting more than just right. rabies, you know? Yeah. And so uh, we were hiding in the closet. And, you know, he's, like, kind of, like, giggling, like, you know, chattering a little bit. And I look at him, and I go, shh. And he puts his finger to his mouth and goes, and I was like, are they teaching you that too? Or are you just that quick? You right. know? But that's like, I saw Braylon said that she had no idea. He knew his ABCs and yeah. he was doing them really well. We were just, too. We were, yeah. She was just like, Hey, can you say, can you say, can you say this? Can you say this? Can you say, can you say, can you say that? He gets around. You know, he struggles. With that. The rest of them. Yeah. Man. A lot of them. He's really, pretty good really at solid. That. Did he make it all the way through? No. I think she only made it to like a G or H or something. When he like gets that. to like G or H, he gets disinterested. Mm. So, so it's it's gonna know he is your kid. I feel that. Start all strong and just yeah. kind of just kind of get disinterested. He's got through. all the potential. It's just <laughs> I hope again. I hope he has. Cause I, I say you know like my wit, if you will. But you know, Bray's just as clever as I am. She just doesn't mm-hmm. show it as much. She, I mean, she's smarter than me for sure. But she has like that drive. The drive so for it. I really hope he has that. So if he can get your athletic drive and then her athletic or her book drive, y'all be set. Just be prom king. You hey know man, what I mean? No, no school being paid for. No college being paid for. I'll take that. Y'all can spend it on whatever you want. Yeah, I'm saving up zero dollars for college so far. So <laughs> I'm really banking on that kid being athletic and smart. Oh man, here's to hoping. You know, if he has the you know the the smarts that we had growing up because we met at uh, at a magnet school for yeah. the smart kids and. Neither one of us finished more than a semester of college. I have the most college between us with a semester and a half. So Yeah, I went for half a semester and then uh, just kind of stopped going. <laughs> and then I, I remember it was getting close to the end and like I'm getting the emails about mm-hmm. like finals and everything. And I was like, do I have to do something to drop out? <laughs> or like have they all gotten the, <laughs> the idea yet? And like, so I was this like, kid is not coming back. One day too, I was like, maybe I should just go try to take my finals. Like just in case, you <laughs> just know? To see. And then I was like, you're going to get zeros. Like it's going to be better if you don't. Right. So, so hopefully, you know, he actually gets through. Let's, let's, let's give him a year. If he makes it through a year yeah. of school, well, well, he'll be past the dad at least. I mean, depending so. on what he wants to do, man. Like with all this crap going on, freaking college <laughs> might not even be a thing in a few years, you know, like, I don't know. I I want to say this isn't going to last 20 years or 16 years, so. Might change how everything works, you know? You never know. But, too, dude, like, I don't want to be one of those parents that's like, you have to go to college. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, if you don't go to college, like, you won't be successful. Cause, I mean, this is showing us right now. That's a load of crap. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's that was something, like, my family's all been really big in school. My grandmother was a teacher, and mm-hmm. then it was principal. My granddad was a teacher for a little while. My mom got two degrees while raising me by herself. Like, my family's always been very school-oriented. And then I went, and I crap around five years. Like, I just, yeah. like, I went, and I, I just ever was really in, interested in being in class. Like, I just, I got, I got fizzled out in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I did everything I was supposed to do in high school. And then all that got me was, okay, I get to go somewhere else and do more school. I barely graduated high school. So I just, like, I, I got kind of crapped out with it, and I was like, uh. And, but I've been... You know, when I'm not in school, I'm like, okay, you know, I should be in school, get this done. As soon as I get in school, I'm like, you know, work is so much easier than this. Let me yeah. just go to work and make money. This For is sure. ridiculous. Yeah, like um, I have a joke in, in one of the last sets that I did. Uh, you can see it on my YouTube at Barry Kyle. <laughs> that uh, my dad uh, went to school for seven years mm-hmm. to college. Like for a four year yeah, and it's it's very true. He went for seven years. He just kept changing his major just so he could stay in and keep rodeoing. But, like, he's got a degree. Uh, that he does not use, and my 
mom did like two years of college, something mm. like that, and then I came along and ruined her life. <laughs> and uh, she tells it a little different, but we you can see it in her eyes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, whenever like I stopped going to college, you know, I kind of felt like I was letting them both down. Mm-hmm. And growing up, like my dad was like the grades one, like very disciplinarian, mm-hmm. and then my mom was like really like easygoing. Like I mean, she wanted me to do well, but right. she wasn't the one that was like cracking down all the time. Uh, and I lived with her, so that kind of not saying it's her fault, but, <laughs> but I'm not uh, saying it's not either. <laughs> yeah, and so whenever, whenever I was dropping out of mm. college and I told I was like I'm gonna tell mom first you know like right. get the easy one out of the way so I told her in a public place uh smart and <laughs> smart she was like go home and I was like what? wait wait she goes I can't look at you right now go mm. home we'll talk about it later and I was like oh no oh crap if she took it like that <laughs> dad's gonna murder me <laughs> he's gonna shoot me in the streets right so I called him Maybe you should have told him in a public place. I wasn't going to do it face-to-face with him. <laughs> so I called him, and I told him what was going on. And he said, well, you know, school's not for everybody. At least you gave it a go. Just try to figure out what you're going to do from here. I'm still trying to figure that out. You should have so. FaceTimed him. So we, I, I did it face-to-face, Dad. FaceTime really wasn't a thing. Wasn't a thing yeah. at that point. Yeah. And I can't remember. It's been a while since we started school. Eight, eight years now. Dude, that's since we started. to think about. Huh? Right. We're almost coming up on a 10-year anniversary graduation. I got a um a Facebook group. Of people who, like, we, we graduated mm-hmm. with, and, like, they kind of, like, keep up with it. And they're like, oh, it's it's getting close to this. And I'm like, I don't need, you know, in, intermittent uh, updates. Like, just right. tell me when we're doing something. Yeah, my, my graduating class did a, uh, they wanted to get together for, like, a five-year reunion. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were talking about it. I was just like, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, no, it hasn't been long enough. Yeah. Like, y'all just, I'll see y'all in 10 years. I still hate five, most of you people. Five years is not long enough. Yeah. And I didn't have, like, a bad... Like high school thing, no, I was like, either. five years is not long enough. I'll I'll see y'all, and they did they all did something together like a couple of years ago for like, or last year maybe. Mm-hmm. They all got together at like, Crying Eagle. I was just like, mm, no, see, there's like, I just like I didn't talk to half of y'all. There's like I'm yeah. gonna go there, I'm gonna go there, get two drinks and leave and be done. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, man, for me for school, mine was. I knew for a fact how everybody in my family was going to take it, and they took it exactly how I expected them to. I mean, at least you can kind of mentally prepare for that. So, oh, there was no mental preparation for, you know, your mom crying and your grandparents telling you how disappointed they are. Ah, well. But, I mean, you know. <laughs> so, so mine was, I got to I got to go sit down at my grandparents' house during Christmas break. It's like Ooh. three or four days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. We were all sitting there like, oh, how, how are your grades? How'd you do? Let us know. I was like, oh, yeah, I did great. This was fun. I had a, had a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so what'd you get in each class? You know, like a C here. You know, I was kind of struggling a B, mostly B's and A's, mm-hmm. and a C here and there. Okay, well, uh, that's weird because your, uh, your transcript just came in. Oh, all right. All right, I got caught. Yeah. Here's here's what actually happened. And then we did that for uh, four more semesters. <laughs> I didn't learn my lesson. They didn't learn their lesson. You know, God stuff happens. Lord. But, hey. I will say that each time I went back, I went a little bit longer before quitting. So, you know, maybe at some point I'll make it through a full two semesters before uh, before I just quit on school. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, with like 10-year reunions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever like it comes time for like the 10-year reunion, like, you know, some people have this idea of like, I have to like make a name for myself like before like three so I can right. show up and like look like somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think there are going to be people that like show up to yours like clearly BS and like you know who they are and like what's going on? I think like, social, I'm friends with you on Facebook. But, yeah, like, I think with social media these days that's almost impossible. Yeah, unless they're just like constantly living up a facade. Right, that or like if they're not on social media or what like if or if like you know they don't have a couple of people they follow or right. whatever they're like really private with theirs yeah, me accounts. i just want like like if i'm going to show up making a making a name for myself give me another 15 years <laughs> let's make it a 25 year reunion yeah. at that point i might have figured out what i want to do for a living i just want to have a strong enough online presence to where i can plug myself the entire time just hand out business cards <laughs> yeah with just like all my social handles just get decked out in your uh get you a t-shirt with your logo on it some sweatpants a hat some socks just go decked out <laughs> go decked out in your logo oh what's that oh here let me tell you let's oh, sit down yeah crazy that you would ask no just ask if you can perform at yours does everybody sit down have you go up there and perform at yours and have everybody go you know this makes sense 
<laughs> I can see Barrett doing uh, yeah, this. Yeah, I really think, like, you know, if, if this whole comedy thing works out, like, it's something that I can't make a career out of, I don't think there's a lot of people that I went to school with that would be like, really? Right. They'd probably be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> this makes 100% Good for him for pressing it. I know there's a lot of teachers of mine that would be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So, so for a 10-year reunion, is that something, like, you would look forward to going to? Or? Well, I would definitely go. Would you? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't help (laughs) (laughs) but once it's put on i'll definitely show up and mingle right i just man i i really think i would need like 20 years just to like get away from everything and why i just you know people people are just i don't like people in general it's not like i had issues with my classmates or anything like that would you consider yourself because like software had clicks Mm. more or less barb did too for sure yeah but i mean it wasn't like like you see, like in movies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, that's all exaggerated. Yeah. How how popular like would you consider yourself when you're in high school? I knew every single person I graduated with, whether it was just like, oh hey, I've seen them around or I've hung out with them. Mm-hmm. But with with me being the with the, me being one of the assistant principal's grandson, and at that point I was like, I didn't drink, I didn't party, I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like popular. Like people mm-hmm. knew who I was, but. I was the kid who, like I mentioned in the first podcast, I wasn't good enough to make the baseball team, so right. I was like the student manager for the baseball team. So like I knew all those guys. I was in gifted classes, so I knew all those people. Mm-hmm. I could talk sports with people. So uh, like, like gifted high or gifted low? Hi. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it just, you know, I, I could mingle with pretty much anybody, but I wasn't, like, popular. Like, I wasn't invited to the parties, and I wasn't part of, like, I was about to ask, like the cool you, kids. Did you still, like, go to parties and stuff, even though you didn't I went drink? to one party my senior year of high school when we won the state championship, mm-hmm. and I left 20 minutes in, just because I was like, this is dumb. See, I would, like, I loved socializing, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, being a part of, like, the group or whatever, so even though I didn't drink or anything in high school either, like, I went to a ton of parties, and, like, I mean, you know, people try to peer pressure you and, like, try to be, like, the guy that would, like, get you to drink, but, right. like, most people didn't really mess with me, like, in that regard. Right. You know? Yeah, see, my thing, like, and I wasn't, I've never really been, like, a huge social guy. Like, when I got to college, I kind of broke out of that and mm-hmm. was more social, which, you know, the high school not being, like, invited to parties and stuff, that's on me just as much as yeah. anything else. Like, I just was not a, <clears throat> not a guy who went out and did. Like, I got invited to stuff early on, and I was like, no, that's really not just not my scene. Yeah. People just kind of quit. So it's and it's not like I have like a bad relationship. More so, I just don't have any kind of relationship with with ninety eight percent of the people I graduated with. I feel that. Like I hung out with kids who were older and younger than me more than I hung out with my own class. So yeah, yeah, I definitely hung out with a lot of people that were like the grade below, mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason. But I think it's gonna be like weird, like when you go back to a ten year reunion and uh, like you want to like see everybody again and kind of like briefly catch up right and too many people are gonna be like so like how you been you know like what what are you up to and like asking like a ton of questions right. like dude i just wanted to know like what you look like now right and that's that's my thing like i've run into people i graduated with and it's been good to catch up for two minutes and i'm like all right yep cool thanks this it's is about so, as far as i wanted to go how do with you this. stop those conversations too because like you, Most you can tell time, both people are kind of like most of the time, okay. it's been like as I'm at work, so I'm like, all right, well, I gotta go back to work. Thanks, man. Mm. Like I had, like I worked at Petro Bowl for a little while, so people would like, you know, come into Petro Bowl and I'd shoot, you know, mm-hmm. shoot the bowl with them for like two minutes. I'm like, all right, well, I gotta, go, I gotta, you know, I got people behind you in line or like, yeah. When I worked at Stein, people would like roll through and get lumber for projects or whatever and talk to them while I'm loading up their vehicle, mm-hmm. and then they dip out. So I had easy outs most of the time when I run into people. Yeah, but I mean, outside of that. Don't really. I have. I haven't had a chance. But honestly, if I got in that situation, I'd be like, "All right, well, uh, thanks, appreciate it. I'll, yeah. uh, it's good to talk to you. You know, hit you up later." Which mm-hmm. is both code for we'll see each other again at some point randomly. Yeah, that's that's perfect for. Hey, man, yeah, I'll hit you up for sure. Oh uh, yeah, we'll get back in touch. It's like you didn't get my number. All right, man, I'll see you. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so uh, <laughs> cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It'll be a. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if we do a ten year. I haven't seen anything recently on it, but we're still two years out from that. Yeah. So. Who knows? I'm sure there are people that are already planning mine. Oh, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they're planning it. Yeah. I don't pay a whole lot of attention to it, so they could be, but mm-hmm. never know. Never know. But, uh, man, I'd tell you what, though. If I went, if I had a chance to go to a college 10-year reunion, <laughs> I would go to that in a heartbeat. Like, I don't, I didn't, there were a group of guys I didn't get along with very well towards the end. But if it was the guys when I first got to college who were there, I don't drink often anymore, but I would throw down for one night. I would throw down for a night. Mm-hmm. 
man, speaking of, so recently I, uh, I drank, I don't remember what the occasion was, but, oh, it was my birthday. Uh, it was my birthday. Drank, drank that night that we went to, uh, went out to dinner. Yeah. Which was a mistake because it was a Tuesday night and I had to work, I had to work Wednesday. I thought you meant the dinner was a mistake, but. No, no, the drinking was a mistake because Wednesday I had work at, you know, 7.30 or 8, 8.30, mm-hmm. but we had to be there a little bit early. <laughs> what time did I roll in that morning? Right. No, so we had to be there early because we have a uh, we have a morning meeting every Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. So I was like, like my eyes are all like trying to yeah. block the light out, and I walked in. They go, "Are you okay?" I said, "Yep, <laughs> yep, 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 I'm, I'm fine." Yeah, right. Okay. And uh, one of the my my boss was like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" I was like, mm, "Good. Yep, we're good. No, don't, don't worry about me. I'm fine." And so like I had a hood on. I just threw the hood over my head and had sat down, just kind of like hunkered up watching the meeting. And after he goes. So uh, you had a fun night last night? I said, yep, I had a good night for my birthday. <laughs> he goes, all right, man, just uh, make sure you make phone calls. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm going to get right on those. There you go. That's, that's always cool, man, like when you have a boss that's like understanding like that. Right. You know? Like, you know, just get your stuff done. They're not going to stay on top of you. Yeah. It's not like I work in a lumberyard where I have to like operate equipment anymore. Right. I punch buttons on a phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I punch buttons on a phone and in a computer all day. So yeah. it's not like. It's not like lives depend on like I could hurt somebody really, really badly if I'm if I'm hungover yeah. and not operation. Just hurt their feelings, maybe you know. Uh, hey, hey, shh. Yeah, hey, shut, shut, shut your mouth. Shut, <laughs> shut your mouth. It's your fault. This isn't paid. Mm, sh- yeah, we Stop. can deal with that tomorrow. <laughs> is it is it overdue? It's late. It'll be late tomorrow too. Yeah. Hey, you're not you're not gonna cancel by today. I promise. Yeah. Call me back tomorrow. We'll talk about it tomorrow. I'm making a note right now. Don't can- cancel this guy. <laughs> Cause I'm a little fucked. <laughs> you can, you can definitely, you know, you, you can yell at me tomorrow. Just not today, please. Yeah. Thanks. So, uh, so last thing on the ocean, you know, where all this, where all this kind of got started. Yeah, so last thing is if you had to guess no. at just the, no, 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 I would. You're not going to guess. <laughs> you're not, not going to do anything. So if you had to guess at just like the creepiest, crawliest thing, the biggest thing out there, what would you guess are just out there that we don't know about? You just asked me two different questions. No, I didn't. If I had to guess the creepiest, crawliest thing or the biggest thing out there. Whatever. Same thing. What if I don't think the biggest thing creeps and crawls? You know what I meant. What do you think the biggest, nastiest creature out there is? In the water? Yeah. That we don't know about. If you just had to come up with something big and big and nasty. I feel like it's a trick question because we don't know about it, so I don't know. Did I win? So... What do you think is the the biggest thing? Oh man, I think there's a or the creepiest, crawliest thing. I I I honestly believe megalodons are still out there, hundred percent. At so? least one, at least one's out there somewhere. How can there be just one? Because they gotta they gotta keep going. No, I think there there might be more, but I think there's at least one out there. Do you there. think it's like um that movie Water Horse where it's always okay? I'm explaining it. Okay, Shh, thanks. Shut, shut your mouth. Um, there's a movie called Water Horse, and it's about the Loch Ness monster mm-hmm. or you know, what is perceived as a Loch Ness monster. And there's always one. It exists. And, well, no, I'm saying I don't know if it's actually the Loch Ness monster. It exists. I'm just saying. Okay. That's not what we're talking about. Go ahead. You good? Yeah. Can I continue? No. Go ahead. Yeah. Are you good? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> it's something <laughs> that's perceived as a Loch Ness monster. Uh-huh. And there's always only, there's always one. And whenever it's getting ready to die, it lays an egg. And that egg hatches into the new one. No, like King Piccolo. That's how Piccolo was born. Is it? Mm-hmm. I didn't Goku, watch. Goku literally jumped through King Piccolo, so he spit an egg out, and that's how Piccolo was born. Oh. That's how Namekians reproduce, is through eggs. Really? Yeah, they're not. They're asexual. They just throw up an egg, and a new one's born. Fun fact for any nerds out there. I got you. No, yeah, I really, I didn't know that, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I mean, I was definitely a, a Dragon Ball Z nerd. I just, I couldn't, like, watch all of it, so I didn't get to get, like, all the tidbits and everything. I actually have a bit... <laughs> that I'm working on about how uh, I don't know how to fight, and the only explanation for fighting that I had or example was uh, Super Saiyans. Oh my God! I'm just I'm picturing you in a I'm picturing you like in a situation for whatever reason where like you messed up you mess with somebody. All right, let's fight. All right, give me a minute. <gasps> yeah, that's that's basically the. And you the just gist yell until bit. they go away. Yeah. All right. Hey, did my did my hair spike up at all? Did it turn blonde? Dude, I wanted to be blonde so bad as a kid because I wanted to look like a Super Saiyan. So, speaking of that, so my mom used to spike up my hair for me because I was super blonde as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, she used to spike up my hair for me, and those would be my Super Saiyan days. I felt untouchable when, really? when my mom would spike my hair up. I felt... Un- Do you remember our old PE teacher? 
Um, the God, one? Miss, yeah, Miss whatever she... I can't remember her name. I wish I could. Yeah, she seemed like... Way too old to be a PE teacher, but she seemed very. She was very fit. She was very. She was one of the yeah. most fit PE teachers I've ever had. Yeah, for sure. And she would always like anytime I would, I would, uh, I would go through. And anytime like I had spiked hair, she would come up. She goes, "All right, we're feeling good today. We're feeling, we're feeling invincible." That's hilarious. Yes, ma'am. Bro. Oh yeah, she knew because she she asked me one day like why I did it, and I explained it to her. And so like she let me lead stretches one day for whatever reason. That's a great teacher. And so I, wish I had us. I had us doing like the little Goku stretch where you like you lean over to one side and you have one leg like like, like straight fist out. On the hips yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I just called them Goku stretches. So I didn't know. Next what those stretch, are. we're just gonna eat. <laughs> we're gonna eat <laughs> ten like ten just uh bowls of noodles. Yeah. Let's go for it. Oh man, such a great show, such a great teacher. I know. Um do you remember having to do like those like fitness tests and stuff mm-hmm. whenever like when I was fit when we were younger? I I enjoyed those when we were younger. Yeah. I always thought I was fast until we had to run laps in in class. And that's like when I realized like, oh, I'm lucky to be middle of the park. Right. And that kind of like reassessed. Yeah. So for those fitness tests, I was always like, I was faster when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I remember like going through and I was always kind of like at the beginning. But we, we, so we, we filmed a video a couple months ago of us doing an, an NFL combine. Yeah. And um, let's just say that I did not finish in the top three of that in the slightest. So just kind of like a run through kind of here while we're while we're finishing up here. Just run through like the video for us. So we did, we just kind of let y'all know, we did a three cone drill. Mm -hmm. We did shuttle drill, broad jump and 40 yard dash. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but for me, 40 yards, a lot longer than I thought it was. A lot longer than it looks on TV. Yeah, we got out there, man, like. Because I, I ran a 40-yard dash in high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't care enough about it to, like, you know, I, I'm not one of those guys like, oh, yeah, Easter Bond, you know, a 4 something. Huh, right. No. Um, I wasn't like Jalen. But, <laughs> so, yeah, when we got out there, man, like, and I was, like, looking at, like, uh, you know, the cones being set up. Mm-hmm. I was just like, did we, like, measure this for sure? <laughs> or are we just kind of ballparking that? Because that looks long. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're talking about almost half a football field, though. Like, thinking about it like that. Yeah. Yeah, for, I mean, for some reason, like, 40 just seems so much smaller than 100. I'm telling you, I was thinking 40 feet, then not 120 feet. 40 feet, not 40 yards. Yeah. Man, 40-yard dash, I don't know how guys run that in, like, just under four, just over four seconds. That's crazy, man. So, and then we ended up, uh, like, wrapping it up with those field goals, too. And, like, yeah. as you start, like, stepping off field goals, you're like, oh, this is actually pretty far. Yeah, man, field goals are – now, that's – I've always known that field goals are harder than what they look on TV. Yeah. But man, seeing those, I tried. I think I had like a twenty-five yarder and came up just short on the thirty twice. I think so, yeah, I think we started at twenty-five. So I came up just shot on the thirty twice. Now I didn't kick the ball properly, and that was the first time I kicked a football. So mm-hmm. I was just happy to make the twenty-five yarder. Sure. But uh, but man, that just the I, I spent an hour, hour, hour and a half watching YouTube videos on how to kick a football the night before. I meant to and never did. And I I was just kind of go out there. Now you, with with the proper. Like equipment and everything like that, and training, mm-hmm. I you I can see you easily kicking fifty yards. I think I could. I I, I definitely was able to hit a forty. I hit the uprights on it once, mm-hmm. um, and then everybody's kind of getting tired, so I didn't want to like keep you know pushing it out there. But the wind was horrible that day. Oh, too. it was. It was bad. But uh, shout out Nick, who's gonna be in here <laughs> next week. He was like, oh well, because we had like one of those like rubber um, tees. Yeah, tees that like you can prop it up on, and like mm-hmm. you know we were kind of using that. And he's like, well, you got to use this because if you don't use it, it's going to be like this. And you got to kick it like that. It's not like kicking a soccer ball. You got to step your foot here. <laughs> you know, technique like this, blah, 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 and everything. I was like, I'm just going to kick it. So Now, Nick did kick field goals in high school. So yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he had, he he had a little. About. So, I mean, I, I did trust what he was saying. Right. But at the same time, I didn't care enough to apply it all. That's fair. So, I was just like. You know, like school. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you set it up however you think it should be set mm-hmm. up. And I'm just going to kick it. Right. And the first three we did, 25, 35, 25, 30, 35, I got them all in first first hit. Yeah, and you were kicking 10 and, or 15 yards past the yeah, past and, the field goal post. And Nick looked like he was kicking squib kicks. <laughs> right. It's been a little while since Nick was an athlete in high school. Yeah, he wanted to be like, oh, you can't do like that because you're going to get too much lift on it. And like he would kick it and just <laughs> straight up in the air. Right. So, um, yeah, so like, uh, like Bear just mentioned, Nick will be in here next week. Starting next Sunday. Well, here, let's go Wednesday first. Starting okay. Wednesday, we're going to have your cousin Corey in here. Mm-hmm. You and Corey have been doing some stand-up comedy here around town lately, so we're going to kind of get – I'm going to ask you all some questions, you know, how you got started and all that kind of thing. Yep. 
So I'll have Corey in here Wednesday. Um, Sunday, we're going to start introducing the Cheap Seats team to everybody. Just kind of, you know, who's helped us kind of put this all together. Um, we'll run through, you know, we'll get more in depth of the company itself. We kind of touched on it in the, in the first podcast yeah. a little bit. But uh, we'll kind of get some more people. We'll have Nick in here. Um, we'll get Joe, our sound guy, in here pretty soon. Definitely. PJ, who's yeah. doing a lot of our videos, will be in here. Joe's, Joe's, earned, Joe's earned himself a mic at this point. Oh, 100% with all this stuff he's doing. Yeah. Uh, I think you and I are going to sit down. Like, I'll get, you know, I approached you with helping us out here. So you and I are just going to kind of sit and talk about, like, our conversations, things like that here mm-hmm. pretty soon. Just kind of get y'all, the audience, um, introduced to everybody. Kind of give y'all a better idea of yeah, a little behind who you're the scenes and, and a way of uh, you know kind of seeing like how all this is is getting started and progressing. You know, right. just a a way of seeing how it's all organized for being here from the beginning. Yeah, so I think that'll be fun. And then uh, we're looking at maybe doing some top five list here within the next couple of weeks. Come up with our own top five. See you know how how much we differ. Mm-hmm. Snacks, I think, are a good way to start since we had that conversation today. Yeah, I, I think yeah, something like that. That's like kind of like a little off the wall, but like we definitely have like an even playing field mm-hmm. on that way. Like we can aggressively debate it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. Yeah. So uh, so y'all y'all make sure to tune in. We'll be on YouTube today. We'll be uh, or tomorrow more than likely. Um, we'll be on uh, Anchor as always. Mm-hmm. Anchor goes out to Spotify. Uh, we will be putting it out on Twitter, on Facebook. I'll be texting people links left and right. So y'all listen in, let us know what you think. If you have any snacks that, you know, I, you know, oatmeal cream pie is my favorite. Y'all let me know what your favorite is. Yeah. Y'all have any snacks that y'all think we should talk about. And when we do our top five video, let us know. That's probably the fattest thing I've ever said, but <laughs> let us know what, uh, what snacks you want us to talk about. Or yeah, just like things like that you want us to rank. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Hey, Give what's us your, some... your top five favorite shows, your top five favorite snacks, your... anything that, <laughs> that you can come up with. Yeah, uh, so, you know, it'd be appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all let us know. We'll we'll talk about it. As y'all can tell, Barrett and I can sit here and talk about pretty much anything and have a good time with it. Now yeah. we don't stay on topic very well, but you know, I think that I think that makes it more entertaining. You, you kind of get stuck in for the ride, you know. Yeah. So, all right. Thank y'all very much for watching. Later. Bye.